Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Craft Your Life Coaching Podcast. I am Jennifer, your chief life crafter, here to help working moms unfuck their mindset, ditch the BS diet, and own their health and life. And if all that sounds good to you, well, here we are with a new episode. And this one is is inspired by my girl, Rachel Hollis. I adore her. I think that she... Um, speaks to many of us where we are right now and also gives us hope for where we can go and where we want to be. And um, I personally love that she never defines it as your role so you can be whatever you want, but be a great one, whatever that is for you. So so often we can, you know, be like, oh man, I want to be a great mom or a great wife or a great career person or whatever. And that's not always everyone's jam. So whatever you want to be great at, that's the thing. Be great at that. And that's amazing. So um, a quote that I'm starting this week's off with is, they say you've changed. And I replied, I sure hope so. And I think this is like, I always think of this quote when I think of travel. So I was fortunate to travel a lot when I was younger. And I always remember coming back changed and being like, wow, I saw a piece of the earth that no one around me has seen. And my perspective has changed. And that's really what this episode is about. And I will also do a follow-up episode on that too. Like, just when you're changing your life, it's really hard to be around the people that you came up with because they don't expect you to change. Most people don't have the want or will to change their lives the way that you are or the way that you want to. And that can be really, really, really difficult when the people who love you, who you love, who you, they, they know you one way, but they don't know you this new way. And changing can feel really difficult. And I'm just here to say, if you are changing your health and trying to change your mindset and change your life and you're moving differently, eating differently, acting differently, expect resistance. So the podcast she was on was with John Maxwell, who hopefully you've heard of him. Um, He's a huge personal development book writer and inspiration. And so I'd highly, if you haven't read any of his books, do it. At the very least, follow him on social media so you can be inspired by him. But, and I've heard this story before, but he was talking about how if they're, if you go crab hunting or whatever they say, crab fishing, crab hunting, I don't know, uh, and you put one crab in a bucket, you have to put a lid on it because the crab will crawl out. If you put more than one crab in a bucket, you don't need a lid. And the reason why that is, is because these asshole crabs won't let any other crab out of the bucket. If one tries to escape, the others pull it back down. And I was like, geez, that's kind of like rude. Wouldn't you think they'd want their buddy to like, get out, be free, Frank, go to the ocean? Uh, No. And that's exactly what will happen to you when you try to change your life for the better. And you will see varying degrees of resistance from just curiosity and people just wondering what you're doing to people outright trying to sabotage you. And I wanted to share some quotes um, that were said to me when I started to get healthy. All of these things were said to me by various people who I cross paths with in my life, some friends, some family. Can you even have that on your diet? So if you're enjoying, you know, a beer or you're having cheese curds or whatever it is, and people know that you're on this, that you're trying to eat better, they question you. Can you even have that on your diet? And I hate that. Oh, come on. It's just one bite. Have a little fun. And you're really trying to like change your life here and they keep tempting you. 
I even had a client whose friends, she went out and she was awesome. She talked to her friends, like, here's why I want to do this. I'm trying to get healthier. I still want to go out with you, so please invite me, but I won't be drinking as much or eating. I'll be eating different foods. And they would, like, wave food in front of her face and be like, oh, come on, just one bite. That's a crab. It's a crab pulling you down. And you love your friends. And I'm not saying ditch your friends and clear out your social calendar and be a hermit while you do this. It's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. But expect this resistance. And I'm going to give you a few tips and tricks to when you're going through this change to kind of, you know, put a little bit of armor on and get a little bit stronger. Someone said for me while I was ordering food or they're passing out food, oh, she can't eat that. She's on a diet. And that is the number one bane of my existence. Number one, people trying to make decisions for me and kind of owning like where I'm at, not letting me be the adult and say like, no, I'm okay. Thank you. Um, And that she's on a diet. The whole diet mentality and culture just needs to stop. And that's what I focus on with my clients in my group coaching is that it's not a diet. You're going to eat differently, but it's going to match your goals and it's going to feel good instead of deprivation or short term, you know, lose 10 pounds to get into the bikini. No, put on the damn bikini when you're 10 pounds heavier and that's wonderful, but let's make you feel good. So I also have people say, oh, come on, you can skip one workout. Well, yeah, of course I can skip one workout, but I don't want to. I want to do this thing for myself. And a workout and moving my body makes me feel better, makes me a better person, makes me nicer. <laughs> and so people trying to get me to skip a workout to sleep in or to do whatever, when I'm like, I don't even want to do that. Like, I want to get my workout in so I feel good about myself, so I can stay on plan, so I can get to my goals. And the one that people hear most often that I think a lot, I know a lot of my clients struggle with is I liked you even when you were 10 pounds heavier. Well, dear Jesus, I hope so. And the, I think well-meaning people say you were beautiful then and you're beautiful now. Well, I, again, I freaking hope so. Like, did you hate me when I was 10 pounds heavier and now you like me when I'm 10 pounds lighter? Like, it's a backhanded compliment. And... I remember when I, when I was losing weight and I got down to my goal weight, um, quite a few people who were close to me said, oh, are you getting too skinny? I'm worried she's getting too skinny. And sometimes they wouldn't even say it to my face. They would say it to a family member or to someone else. And I was like, what do you, what, if you were, re- I pray to God, if you were really concerned about my weight, either way, whether I was getting too heavy or I was too skinny, you would talk to me about it. You wouldn't go to another family member and like, voice your concerns to them. I pray to God, if you really were that concerned about me and my health, you would come to me. And the funny thing is, when I was 60 pounds heavier, and I wasn't healthy, and I wasn't eating well, and I had low energy, and I was having lots of skin breakouts, and I couldn't keep up with my son, no one said anything. No one ever came to me and said, wow, Jen, like, are you are you okay? You're doing okay. And I know that when you're heavier, it's a sticky subject for a lot of people. They don't know how they see you getting heavier, and they don't know if you're happy or not, and they don't really know how to approach it to support you. But it's really interesting that when you start losing weight, the comments come out. The, oh, she can't have that. She's on a diet. Oh, just one bite, live life. But when you order the double cheeseburger with the cheese curds, and they see you getting heavier, and you're not as happy, you don't have as much energy... No one says anything. 
And I don't know the answer to that. So I'm not saying that like, and here's the answer to that. Talk to your friends who are getting heavier. Like obviously there's a lot of shades of gray and a lot of um, emotions around weight loss and getting healthy and, you know, living what you consider your best life. And it's never about a number on the scale. It truly is about a feeling like... I'll tell a story a little bit in a, I think I told it in a past podcast about how when I was losing the weight, when I lost the first 15 pounds, I felt like a goddess. And it was never because I had 40 more pounds to lose to feel amazing. It was because the process helped me gain so much of myself back. So those quotes were all things that were said to me when I started getting healthy. Some are well-meaning. Most are said because you're making the, unpers- the other person uncomfortable. And the worst part is they were said by people who were family or friends. I was breaking the mold of who I'd been for years, and it was like cold water to the face of their reality. They started questioning their reality, and and that came off in just various comments. So When you try to change people, when you try to change yourself, not other people, when you try to change yourself, you make others uncomfortable. And again, I do find that most people aren't trying to drag you down, but the impact can be the same. You can have just one bite to make them feel more comfortable. You make self-depreciating jokes about yourself to make them laugh. You say thank you when they say they loved you before you lost weight. Like, was that even a question? So... I've had clients who've had even more severe instances happening to them when they break out of their own mold, their husband resenting them for taking time for themselves to work or cook or make themselves a second meal, parents who make too many comments about their weight, making them feel extremely, extremely uncomfortable, friends who literally actively wave food in their face trying to tempt them to enjoy it. And I'm here to offer you a few tips when when you see this type of behavior pop up, because you will. And it's hard, and you know it's hard. You know getting up early and working out and making aligned choices to eat better, to get to your goal, is tough because you're breaking your own mold and having other people come at you like that, having these crabs try to pull you down can be really, really, really tough and you want to be loving to them because so often they are the ones that are closest to you and your loved ones and you want to show them love and you want to be kind to them too and and embrace their feelings. But here are my top three suggestions. Say thank you or say no thank you and move on. You don't owe anyone an explanation or an apology for your behavior. Short and sweet honestly can be best sometimes and you know when Whatever it was, whether it was the chips and salsa that I knew I couldn't control myself around and that I knew that I'd feel crap for, crap about eating later just because like it just didn't feel good to be eating. It didn't match my goals. Just saying, no, thank you. And then moving on to conversation was great. So, oh, no, thank you. I'm on a diet. Sorry, guys. I'm like, that adds a whole layer of things where that invites the comment. So just saying, no, thank you. You don't owe anyone an apology or saying thank you for the compliment and then just processing it yourself and being like, got it. Number two, if you do feel called to do so, explain why you're doing this. Oftentimes, those who love us don't know how we truly feel about ourselves. They're well-meaning. I liked you both ways is nice, but when you want to scream, but I didn't like me, it can hurt. And explain to them why you're wanting to get healthier. And it can go a long way. Explain to them your goals, your reasons, your why. And especially with the ones who are super close to you, like your partner, your kids, if that's age appropriate, your best friends, your parents, your family, explaining why you're doing this and how you feel. And they'll go, holy crap. If you just say, I didn't like me, I want to get healthier because I want to live for a longer time. I want to stop breaking out. I want more energy. I want to feel strong. I want to feel beautiful again. And this is how I'm going to do it. 
they often back up because they're like, oh man, wow, I didn't know. Like, I, I want to support you. Instead of trying to drag you down, they start to lift you up. And number three, invite them to join you. Sometimes a little sneak peek into your new way of eating, your rock star morning routine, and what you're doing to move your body can motivate others to join. Sometimes they just, sometimes they're, they're well-meaning or teasing or things like that come from a place of them hurting too, and they don't know how to express it. And so asking them, like, do you want to come to the gym with me or do you want to meal prep with me? I can teach you what I'm doing. And not in a place of, like, you need to meal prep because nobody likes Judgy Susie like that. The one who's like, I'm getting healthier and everyone else should too. Like, that's the worst kind of human, so do not be that kind of human. But if they're interested or there's a space for you to say, hey, do you want to join me at the gym? Do you want to do a workout with me? Do you want to meal prep? Like, I can share some recipes with you. And coming from a really honestly good place instead of like a shameful place like maybe you should try to meal prep too (laughs) so do it from a place of love share the recipes you're trying invite them to the class show them your journal prompts talk about your meditation how it's really helped you and invite them behind at least behind the curtains to see why you're doing it but also to join you who knows you might get a great workout buddy out of it or you might change someone else's life My prayer is that most people support you, even if they don't understand why you're doing it or they love you just how you are, because they should anyhow. (laughs) And if they don't support you, I hope you know that I support you a thousand percent. And you can always come back to this podcast. Hit me up on social media if you're having a down day and you need more support. These are the things that no one prepared me for when I started getting healthier, but I hope that knowing them helps you be a little more prepared than I was and a little less emotional because I had a few emotional blowouts with people who I just let have it because I was tired of hearing about it. So I'd love to hear what other things have been said to you while you were changing your health habits and how did you handle them? Um, I love to learn other instances that are outside of my own to go, okay, that's a reality for someone. Like I need to help others through that too. All right. So how I am unfucking my mindset this week. So I belong to quite a few mama's groups. They are incredibly resourceful. Us moms, you're like, hey, I need new boots. And they're like, bam, sale at Macy's. Go, girlfriend. Macy's? I don't even know. But (laughs) uh, the mom groups also can turn into a real pity party fest really, really quick. And again, this is tough. It's on the same same wavelength as this. It's tough when you're changing yourself and you're like, no, lady, take responsibility for your life. <laughs> Come on, you you are responsible for this. Um, my How I am doing this this week is when it starts to turn that way, I become the light. I love on them. I listen to them. I add encouragement and hope instead of the me too and here's why my situation is horrible too. My husband does this and my job is horrible too and my kids are the worst. I don't add to that unless it's a way to like break the tension, break the silence, break the the downer, the Debbie Downer party happening. But misery loves company and that's not the company you want to keep. So my challenge to you is if you're in any mom's groups on Facebook or you go to any in person and if it starts taking that downward turn, just love, just send love to the person and don't add to the insult, they, to the wound they already have, just love on them. So upcoming happenings, the Craft Your Life group coaching program is here. Um, Six weeks to unfuck your mindset, ditch the diet BS, and own your health. And you can get details about that at craftyourlifecoaching.com slash community. Check it out. See if it's for you. Um, If this podcast is resonating with you, it's for you. You're going to fit right in with the women that I'm welcoming in there. 
And as always, you can find me at crafterlifecoaching.com or crafterlifecoaching on Instagram. And remember, my dear, it is craft your life, not the judgy PTA mom's life, not your mother's life, yours. Yank that hand back and put it on your heart and remember who you are meant to be. The world needs you to be you so we can all shine brighter. It's time to craft your life.